Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Y'all, they're offering a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial if you sign up at audibletrial.com slash IHateGreenBeans. There are over 180,000 titles from which to choose. You can use on your iPhone, your Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. The last one I personally downloaded was Lauren Graham's, you know her from Gilmore Girls, Talking As Fast As I Can. I loved it. I highly suggest you listening to it in audio form. So check out your free trial today. As far as the show goes, it's weird to think we've reached the finale of season four of Bachelor in Paradise, you know? But never fear, some guy in Austin and I break it down for you. We talk about all the couples and debate who will make it. The Dean D'Lo and Kristen love triangle is definitely discussed. And somehow we contemplate what it would be like to be on the show naked and afraid. Spoiler, neither of us want to find out. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, awesome. Well, here we are. Bachelor in Paradise, season four. Is it season four? Yes. Right? We discussed this. There was a (laughs) shutdown. Not a hiatus. 4.2? Yeah, and therefore, it's either season four, if it was a shut, if it's a true shutdown, my opinion, legally speaking, is it's technically season five. Ah. But I think for purposes of this podcast, we can say 4.2. And we can say that three out of four times in paradise, you find love and end up getting married, maybe. Just think about the statistical implication. Now, I'm not a finance guy or whatever, but just think about the statistical implications of four episodes versus five. That's got to skew the data. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got to go back down to four. Better odds. (laughs) (laughs) Of falling in love. You know how the three out of four dentists choose Trident gum? That's right. It's the exact same way with Bachelor in Paradise. It was the season finale last night. I thought it was a little bit all over the map and abrupt at times because one day we're in paradise and the next we're in a live studio audience. So I'd like to know how you thought in general, the finale, did you, were you satisfied? Were you confused? Did, were you entertained at all? Were you bored at parts? I feel like I just ran the gamut of emotions. I will, this is hard for me to admit, especially on a recorded podcast that will last into perpetuity, but I actually enjoyed this season. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a lot of, uh, a lot of laughs. Um, a couple of things surprised me. The way that they quote ended paradise, like today's your last day. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's a little odd. I thought, well, the shutdown, <laughs> they, they only had it for so many days and the shutdown messed that up. So that the rental was up. Uh, yep. <laughs> was the riffraff had to get out of town cause we've got a big wedding coming or something like that. That's that's cause yeah. usually they do all that obviously. And then there's like, if you get engaged on the beach somewhere You get to stay for another week, and I feel like that's why people always want to stay in paradise because you get a whole other week where you're not having to do anything but lay on a beach and drink cocktails that well serves you. Didn't it strike you as weird how fast each breakup was, though? Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just like, okay, go to the beach bed. We've luminoled the thing, and we've scrubbed it down, and uh, just go ahead and break up. 
Because I felt like people, particularly Jasmine, yeah. uh, were there to work the system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they knew that. And they're like, all right, let's just get everybody out of here and right. the, the remaining three. And then the Ben thing at the end surprised oh. me. I guess he couldn't find a dog sitter, apparently, to, mm. to get to the studio. But anyway. Mm. He just had to really, really lean into that because he knew by editing that it looked like he loved his dog more than anybody else, which he did. So he's just going to lean into that so he doesn't look like a complete weirdo, is it, my opinion. No, look. The dog was a male dog, or is a male dog, apparently. Zeus? And it, yeah, and it was even weirder about, you know, it was... it was The bathtub. The, the sexual innuendos, <laughs> the suggestive poses. It was really, mm-hmm. really uncomfortable for me. We've never seen a dog jump and straddle, though. That's the first time in <laughs> Bachelor history. Well, that's debatable, Lindsay. I mean, I guess it depends on... An actual dog an actual jump and dog. straddle. That was a canine, a canine, a canine jumping straddle. There you go. Well, let's go couple by couple. And like you said, the beginning was we're basically just shoving people on the nasty, gross, germ infected bed and giving them two minutes to say their piece and then shoving them in the rejection SUV. First up was Jack Stone and Kristen. Bless his I, I know. I texted you. What did, what did my text say? Do you remember? I don't. I, you know what? I never save texts because I'm really anal retentive about my phone. I have it right here. And it says, go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll read it. Um, no, you know what? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Poor Jack Stone. By the way, Kristen is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen isn't dumb. Kristen is just confused because hand in hand is a hard term to define because friends what? don't walk hand in hand. I don't. That, yeah, that was. <laughs> you know, she thought, well, look, if I don't agree to this, maybe I'll get to stick around the island <laughs> for a while and eat scallops or whatever. But yeah, I, he was. I felt actually felt bad for him. I did too. I mean, he actually said. Could, could could two people have been more hmm. confused Lost in about translation. the? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she, he was like, "I'm going to marry her," and then she's like, "What are you talking about?" What was so sad, though, is he's saying he basically he 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 set it up poorly. Of course, he's thinking she likes him a whole lot more than what she does. So going in with the knowledge that he thinks she's in this, he's saying, "I want to leave paradise hand in hand as a couple." And she never made eye contact. What? Well, and then that went from that all the way down to, hey, let's just get out of here yeah. and, you know, go get some <laughs> chips and salsa, you know, or whatever. And Will you please like, ride with me to the airport? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Come on, I'll carry your bag, I promise. <laughs> she was not having any of Jack Stone and shut it down and placed him directly in the, you know, adjacent friend zone. He's not Did even in the friend she- zone. Did, did her reaction surprise you? A little bit, but at the same time, no. I, I think that because, let me let me say this. I think if the rule had been, hey, if you couple up, you get to stay a whole nother week without cameras, I'm pretty sure she probably would have stayed because she basically just got to paradise, I feel like, three days ago. So she I went on four dates or three dates or whatever. She had her time. 
yeah, in four days, though, I really think she wanted an ex. She didn't wear all the bikinis that she brought. You know she didn't. Mm-mm. Nope. All the combinations, the top-bottom combinations. Exactly. I mean, there's top a lot bottom, of permutations. Mm-hmm. And then all of these. permutations where you do, like, where if you have four bikinis and you want to figure out how many combinations? Do you know how to do that? Four times four? No, four times three times two times one, and that'll give you all, all, the, all the permutations. So if she had four bikinis, you could you could decide how many combinations she could make by simple math. So you're a lawyer and a nerd. No, okay. I'm not. But, but <laughs> yes, you are. But let me go back to that point, though, about being a lawyer. Jack Stone should be able to talk someone of yes. her, let's put it politely, her intellect, if you want to call it that, um, into a, a lunch. Yeah. And he do it. <laughs> to leave the germ-infested bed. And go to lunch. And go to lunch. Jack Stone leaves just speechless. He can't even say anything. But I, he'll be fine. I think Jack Stone will be fine. I think Kristen is oblivious, and she'll be fine. Did you see how she got knocked down by that wave? Oh, God, yeah. Oh. I mean, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> it did. It had to. I boomeranged it on Insta Story. Sorry, Kristen, but it was funny. I don't even know what boomeranging your Insta Story is, but mm-hmm. that sounds very social media e. It is because I'm a social media influencer. I do that on Monday nights. Robbie yeah. would know what that is. He does. He boomerangs his, all the time. He does his hair, apparently. Well, I I I so wanted it to be different in studio, and it wasn't. I mean, yeah, I think he's sticking patty. with it. Mm. Peppermint it is. Patty. Peppermint Patty. Like so the next one is Diggy and Dom. She wants to know where his head is at. Um, he I'm, told I'm, her. I'm telling you, it's right above his neck. But he did. He said, nope, I want to be friends. They basically high-fived the whole entire conversation. Took 30 seconds. Here comes Jamie. And that's where Diggy wants to walk hand-in-hand hand with her. And However, Jamie says, no, thanks. And yeah. I thought she would go after Kristen, but she didn't. I couldn't do the nose ring thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like if it was the right nostril attraction for me. Oh, no, no, no. Just right. <laughs> I thought I mean, you meant correct, you can't not do right. the, yeah, like yeah. the bull, the bull <laughs> nose ring. If she just chose yeah, a nostril and stuck with it. Or, or maybe a tiny little, you know, stud. Stud in the in mm-hmm. the I maybe maybe could get past that if I really like somebody, mm-hmm. but not the the you know the cow thing or the mm-hmm. bull thing. It it was very fast. We didn't get anything other than basically a high five. The fastest of the fast was Tickle Monster and Jasmine. I think he said oh, you he was you know I'm so not in she. neither am I. Peace out, and they were done. That took yeah. five seconds. That was her agreement from the get-go. You oh, know, you know, absolutely. There was nothing to discuss. Yeah. No, not at all. You don't see him pack up. You don't see anybody leave. I think we saw Jack Stone leave, but you don't. I mean, Kristen's off walking in the water somewhere for some reason, but you don't see anybody else leave. So then you have Robbie, who is ready to social media the crap out of his relationship with Amanda, and you have her in her Elsa hair sitting politely on her bed with eyes downcast and I thought "Uh uh-oh and he comes in and she immediately starts crying because she just (laughs) does not want another relationship like the one she had with the guy who loves pizza and sweats what's his name that's what (laughs) Josh 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 (laughs) that's what we call a bad sign 
when you when you go to <laughs> discuss something crying. like that and, and your your girlfriend just erupts in tears uh-huh. that's that's never good news ever um no, so can I give you a personal example of one that happened to me? Yes. I dated a girl for about two and a half years in college, and uh, I was where Robbie was. You know, let's get married. This is a good thing. And uh, I actually went and bought an engagement ring, and I went <laughs> – this is funny now. It wasn't funny then. <laughs> but I went over to her place, and uh, right before I pulled out the ring and got on a knee, Mm-mm. she started crying, Mm-mm. and I said – um, What's wrong? Mm-hmm. And she said, <laughs> I've cheated on you four times and I never loved you. What? <laughs> yeah. I am so sorry. That, well, That's look. so sad. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, I, you have while, a po- and you were planning on proposing. Yeah, I bought the ring and everything. Uh, mm, mm, and, mm. and so, which, was you know, Neil look, Lane? No, <laughs> it was not. I, mm. I didn't go meet with anybody and shake mm. his hand and okay but here's the deal with that though i never it, like robbie even though i don't have a you know a semi beard and cute hair and i don't didn't dress really cute at the time mm. cute. i can relate mm. man he he was completely blindsided by mm-hmm. what he thought was going to be a decent situation and she clearly wasn't into it yeah i i didn't I didn't buy it ever. I don't think. I mean, we even said last week yeah, when we were giving wore our, down, right? yeah, he kind of yeah. wore it down, and she was like, "Ah, screw it, I'm in." Exactly. Paradise. I'm in paradise. I might as well get I'm while the getting's sleep good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna sleep. I'll just kiss him and like you know cuddle when he's not sweaty. Right. And they and they parted ways where she was saying, "I'm so sorry. It's not you. It's not you. It's me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And, and she great guide him too. Let me give you some advice, mm. women out there. <laughs> Lay it on me. I'm ready. Never great guy somebody. Mm. That is just the worst. I mean, that is, you don't want to hear that. You're a great guy. That's, I mean, it's like getting kicked in the crotch. Right. <laughs> I think it goes both ways too. You're a great girl, but. Yeah, it's not and, you. It's and the me. whole idea of I will always love you, you know, that always made it worse. Yeah. I will always like love you. Well, then if you always will love me, then you will straight up yeah. love me without the always. Anyway, that was that was interesting. And, of course, they have a little after story that, that we'll get to in a minute. I do want to talk about, before we leave Paradise, the actual sand and beach, I want to talk about Dean and D'Lo. Oof. Dean takes D'Lo to the, you know the germ bed he basically (laughs) tells her i am in love with Kristen. so sorry about that you okay did you expect that first of all um yes and i'll tell you why um based on his reaction when christina left right there's obviously something unresolved there but i didn't expect him to drop that on her right there so it was Mm -hmm. a surprise i felt bad for her but I quickly got over it when I found out post-production that he had called her and they had started hanging mm-hmm. out again. You know, like it's like I said last time, both Christina and Danielle made some statements about, I'm a strong person, I'm not going to be treated that way, and they acted contrary to that. And yeah. so I think she bears some, both of them bear some responsibility for the, the, the position they were put in. But, you know, like he said last night, ultimately it's his fault. 
the thing about the thing that I kept going back to in that moment was it it really wasn't something that was consistent with Dean's personality meaning and he said this last night too I kind of just live in the moment and I just see what's in front of me so I do think he was really sad and heartbroken and felt bad when Christina is crying and leaves but then I thought well now once she's out of the picture all he's gonna concentrate on is D-Lo, D-Lo, D-Lo. And I think he, he felt guilty. I think that was his yes. intent. But I think he just felt so guilty about it yes. that he couldn't commit to her either. And then he interpreted yeah. that as, whoopsie-daisy, I made a big, huge mistake. So in order for me to fix this with Christina, I cannot leave with D-Lo. And she, once again, had zero emotion just took the news and said okay and left so that's that's kind of why we had an issue with her back in Nick's season is that it just kind of felt very I feel like she's just very blank um she doesn't there's there's not a whole lot of personality there now the first night she got there and she got her half birthday cake whatever blah blah that that she was showing a little spark and I thought oh great but Every other time, I just feel like she's very stoic. She's very, I don't know if she's saying, I don't want to act like an idiot on national television, which props to her if that's it, or if she's just, uh, you know, an internal processor and will go off and cry about it. But So I have a different take on that. Um, I do think she was probably saving face for television, mm-hmm. but I think that that's a good quality. Yeah, because that's not one, frankly, that everyone on the show shares, mm-hmm. Jasmine. Mm-hmm. And I thought that Christina, my beef with her, where where she stepped on her foot, was the hostility toward yeah D-Lo. Danielle. I agree. And so, I think she made an emotional. Christina, you know, was obviously emotionally driven, which I think is a mistake. But I, I respected the fact that, look, I, I think she just processed it right there. Yeah. When she was told, "Hey, I love somebody else." What, what is there to say at that point? You right. know, there's there's no point in getting mad or calling them uh, foul names or screaming and yelling or trying to save it. So that was how I took that. She just was able – I think she probably saw it coming to a certain oh, extent. She sure. knew there was a problem there. And then she just processed it and moved on. I was unimpressed in the after show thing. I thought she could have been a little more um, – forthcoming with her feelings so i agree to with you yeah oh see i think she was very forthcoming with her feelings in a in let's just jump into that first of all they harrison is announcing the crew and the audience quite literally boos dean there there are people between danielle and christina so they're not all sitting beside each other which i thought was smart but, it was like the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Did you ever watch, no. watch that as a kid? No. I watched WWF with Hulk Hogan and the Junkyard <laughs> Dog and Rowdy Roddy Piper, but I did not watch that. All right. Well, then that joke is lost on you. It is. It's lost. But maybe it's um, someone's laughing right now. I could see that. So if, if this was, um, what was the other show? Bachelor Pad. Mm-hmm. There might have been some sort of jello or mud wrestling match for Dean's affection. <laughs> Absolutely, there would have been. Absolutely. Yeah. Dean gets on the hot seat, and it to me it was comical that Danielle was completely ignored. I mean, he didn't even, no eye contact, 
didn't even talk about Danielle, didn't even say anything about their time together. It was all Christina. And, of course, Harrison is leading that conversation and prodding it that way. Dean, how do you feel? Now, he said in Paradise that he loved her, I believe. Then on camera in studio, he said, um, I'm falling for you, or I still have feelings for you. There was no, there was no love mentioned in an in a abrupt, I love you. But Harrison gives Christina the floor, and she basically says, I don't ever want any other girl to feel like I did. And, you know, she's sort of giving him a hard time, and he's taking it, whatever, whatever. And I was so proud of Danielle for saying, excuse me, I'd like to give my point of view, please. <laughs> yeah. Like Why did you call me five minutes yes, after? Yes. <laughs> she yeah. pulled the conversation over to her and said, no, 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 no. We're not going to let this happen where all of America is thinking this is a good thing. Plus, I don't want Christina to think this is a good thing because Christina did pseudo attack Danielle just moments before yeah. saying – you should have come and to me after. and you should have done that. And I did not agree with that. The whole time I'm going, no, Dean should have told you. Dean yeah. should have said that. And, and she I'm, said, Danielle said that, remember? She did. She said, I thought he should have told me and he should have told her. That's exactly right. And, I, and I'm and i glad she said that. But, man, I might have stood up when she said, no, he's been calling me. He called me right after Paradise. And then we find out that, He's also been calling Christina, and that's well, no, when I just went. The implication was that there was some extracurricular activity as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you got to read too too mm-hmm. far between mm-hmm. the lines to, mm-hmm. to know that. Look, the guy was obviously torn, um, understandably. I mean, I I think Danielle again to me was one of the most attractive people um, in Nick's season. Was also one of the most attractive people on Bachelor in Paradise physically. And Christina was very attractive as well. And mm-hmm. so he's clearly torn. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's his indecisiveness yep. that caused the whole problem. Yep. And, and, and I, I agree with him. I think, look, the other thing is if they would have sat him down five minutes after that whole thing had happened, he wouldn't have had any, any sort of explanation for it at all. You know, mm-hmm. I think he had time to think about what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think he probably – this is me being cynical. He probably talked to somebody who said, look, you got to go on there and just take responsibility. Yep. Uh, I don't think he feels, I think he feels badly, but I think he feels badly about losing two really mm-hmm. potentially good relationships than he does about anything he did. And I think he feels that way also that he did it on national television. And now the whole world is or bachelor nation i should say is looking at him going really dude because again that feeling of people don't like me um he he crumbles in on himself so i think that that's gonna that's gonna really hurt him but i mean i follow him on social media he's already out there doing the come meet us in vegas and we're going to have the thing and come over here and we're going to do the thing. He'll be fine. There's th- yeah, there's plenty of women around that will just be willing to ignore all that. Well, there's you know always that. the twin. Twin A wanted him really bad. <laughs> Maybe she's... Well, I, do you think that was fake? I don't know. I think Ashley Iconetti likes him too. So. Is she, is she still virgin or has she announced it on I Twitter yet? I don't know. Yet? I don't know. I'll have to listen to her podcast because she does one with um, Ben Higgins. Oh my God! I have to start a podcast. I mean, I just feel like jumping in the ring now. 
I know you're late to the <laughs> Did game. Did she cry on her podcast at all? I, I don't know. I need to listen to it. I it it gets very high cried. ratings. It's I mean yeah. they do bachelor stuff, so I don't know after today if they're not going to do anything or if they just move on and talk about other stuff. But Dean is Dean is on there a lot. I you know it was either it's either meet us in Vegas or he's going to become a Buddhist monk like his dad the or dad, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Robbie and Amanda. Speaking of twins, uh, Twin B outed Robbie in front of Amanda because so they get to go into the hot seat. And Amanda says, yeah, we got together afterwards, but we're not together now. So she said no in paradise. Yes, after paradise. Also no after paradise. Then they come on the after show. Twin B yells from the you know, peanut gallery. Hey, what about you cheating on Amanda with that girl in Colorado? Someone sent pictures and Robbie kind of fumbles around. So yeah, I was hugging her. Mm -hmm. But look, first of all, I I thought that the twins were nice people before this season, but they just, what a couple of Sorry, I know you're going to beep that out. I will beep that out, but uh, th- they're doing what the producers are asking them to do. No, you're right, and I thought, but but it's a sellout because they, they just, it was mean-spirited. I don't know why. What, what else are they going to do? What else but are what, they going to do? What skin did they have in the game? Why out Robbie when the relationship's over? They've, they've just announced the relationship's over. They were different people. We wanted two different things, which is code for you're an idiot and I'm not. <laughs> I have kids and you want to run around, you know, taking shirtless pictures of yourself mm-hmm. all over the country. So it was already established that they weren't dating anymore. Amanda wasn't crushed by anything. It was Mm-mm. her decision not to date him. And then she stands up and says, well, you cheated. I just, it was a, it was a very lifetime moment, mm-hmm. you know. Something well, there were only two, you know, drama moments with Dean, and then now we needed another one at the end of the show. I don't know. But I, I guess. think the twins. She should have messed up his hair. Mike Fleiss is totally the person who took that picture and sent it to Amanda and then <laughs> copied the twins and said, hey, do with this what you will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, whatever, man. I, you know, I, I think uh, Robbie learned a few lessons probably that – Social media influencers influencers aren't immune Mm-mm. from Mm-mm. criticism. From the hurt, and I the was. Pain. Again, but weren't you shocked when, when she dumped him on the on the Jack Stone workout bed? Right. Um, <laughs> didn't weren't you just shocked by his lack of charisma? Like he didn't even. He just yes. kind of looked at the. He is the and, guy version of Danielle. No, look. <laughs> yes. I'm very partial to Daniel. I like. I know, I know, I know. But he, I mean, he, and it's because he did not like Amanda. He just needed somebody to hook up with to be able to stay in paradise. He never liked her. I don't agree with that. I I, I think he was genuinely hurt. Mm -mm. I mean, I think he was hurt that he got dumped on national TV. It's a competitive thing, not really mm -hmm, a love thing. Yeah, mm -hmm, fair enough. mm Hmm. I did want to talk. Um, quickly too about Kristen and Jasmine and they they tried to ruffle some feathers at the after rose thing where you know I I guess there was some sort of cyber bullying going on with Jasmine again another person who made a really poor impression on me I think she Mm -hmm. just made a jerk out of herself and Mm -hmm. I I give 
Chris and credit, like, look, I don't want to revisit this. It's over. Mm -hmm. And Jasmine's like, I do. Mm -hmm. And did you see the shawl fin, like, touch Jasmine and say, it's fine. It's fine. Let it go. Because then she spoke up and said, look, it was a, I was the one who was personally affected by the scallop fingers. And I just made a joke and I had no idea it was going to blow up. It's totally fine. And then Kristen did a very smart thing and said, yeah, it was a funny joke. So hopefully that's done because every time they showed Kristen's name as her job, it said scallop fingers. Yeah. It was overblown, but Jasmine was way overboard. It was offensive to me. I think she's nervous that it's all about to go away. Right. Again, she was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader for seven years and now Mm -hmm. she's doing this Mm -hmm. and She's not the next Bachelorette, Mm -hmm. and I don't think she's got any reality prospects in the future. So Mm -hmm. she's going to have to grow up and get a job. Mm -hmm. God forbid. I know. She's going to take social media influencing classes from Robbie's. Robbie? He's going to start doing seminars. It'll be the Tony Robbins of (laughs) social media. Come out there with one of those, like, Garth Brooks things, you know, so he can gesture. So he's not encumbered by the microphone. Wait, what? Oh, (laughs) Those I call those Garth Britney Brooks. mics. Oh, yes, whatever. it is Garth a Garth Brooks mic too. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yes, but that'll mess up his peppermint patty hair. So he might have to have like a preacher mic that sort of a lavalier that comes up in his shirt. Well, did or you something. know? I don't know if you're aware. You know those stupid necklaces they wear are yeah. microphones, right? Yeah. Because on Naked and Afraid, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> um, you and my dad. <laughs> but tell a story about your dad, about with the one you told me about when he told you he no, watched you... that. It was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and he said, well, let's see, uh, I watch this show and it's, uh, there's about, what, what was it about these people uh, that, that are out in the woods and, they, and, and they're, they're afraid. Oh, and they're naked too. And they're naked too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, daddy. I don't know what kind of message no. they're trying to send there, but. Yeah. Let's watch okay. it. And that and the Alaskan bush people. He likes those people. Yeah, too. I don't, yeah. those people are tax evading they slime are. bags, I they think. Are. I just don't have any respect for, you know. <laughs> but, the, but anyway, you know, but good the naked and getting... afraid people. All yeah. sorts <laughs> of respect for that guy. <laughs> well, I did, look, you're going to dump you out in the swamp of Louisiana yeah. naked? If you're Ooh. In the yes, there ain't no way. I, I don't even Mm-mm. get out of the boat. I've if I drop something in the water, it's like, gone. See ya. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, other show where they, they look for those logs underwater. Mm-hmm. You ever see that one? Mm-hmm. That's even worse. I don't even know. Those people scare the hell out of me. <laughs> you know they're, they're not inoculated, you know, so they're swimming around the swamp water oh, looking for logs, logs to sell for a – and it's like, you know, I don't know what the guy's name is. Call him, you know, Jack or something. Like, it'll, it'll – when, it, when he'll – one time I saw him jump out of this rickety boat – and tie a rope around his waist. And he's like, you know, God knows, 10 feet below the water. And he pulls up this this log that's probably been there for 300 years or something. Mm-hmm. And and he comes back in the boat and he's exhausted. And uh, then they film, there's alligators swimming around. And it says, like, Jack and Tom just made $175. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, well, that's a hell of a way to make 175 bucks. Risking life and limb. Wells makes more tips than in a day. <laughs> Speaking of alligators, the I mean, <laughs> how's that for a segue? Speaking of alligators, you know, 
I'm in the middle of Houston, and Hart's going out to Florida for sure. They they took a beating. But I saw coverage and yesterday of alligators just walking around Orlando, do-do-do, and I thought, oh, no. I didn't even think about that. That's, yeah. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. It, no okay. It's like, a, it's like a Peter Pan or something. <laughs> That's a crocodile, dude. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to know that in my Disney <laughs> trivia. I had I to know exa- that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it's exactly like Peter Pan. I said it's like Peter Pan. It's similar <laughs> to. So anyway, that that's. But did you watch Miss America? I'm sure you did. I did. I recorded it, and I, I was so upset that so many things happened all around the hurricane that I didn't just have enough time to write about all of them. I that Miss America. I wanted to talk about the Taylor Swift song slash video I wanted to talk about I went to see the Reese Witherspoon home again movie and I want to talk about that and then there's this finale and I mean so much stuff happened at one time and we had you came up here for brunch I did did. share that share that with the folks we we actually had a nice little brunch on Sunday was it Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah so I had gone to um, Jamie Ivey's live podcast which was absolutely fabulous loved every minute of it I was there to see my friend Melanie Schenkel and she's a big mama, big mama blog. And I was there to see her and it was so much fun. I loved every second of it that Melanie was on stage. She's, she's just one of my favorite people. And she and Jamie have a great connection. And Jen Connolly was the other one up there and they just made me laugh, laugh, laugh. And it's not, it's not recorded. So they got a little bit saucy at times and I just had, oh. I just had the best time because they could, cause you know, unlike this one, they're not going to record it again and you can't hear it again. But I want to talk about before we get into our final three, as a lawyer, please, please tell me why they're dragging Corinne and Demario out again. Are they just trying to say, Hey, for real, for real, everybody's okay. I mean, why are we doing it again? Corinne and DeMario, I have absolutely no idea why they're doing that. There's no, I, I actually think it's hurtful to I just not agree. let it go. Yeah. I, I, I'm over it. I think everybody's over it. I'm sure you're over it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to hear about it anymore. But mm-hmm. I guess if they want to put a bookend on the season, yeah, uh, they make did. them together I, or something. I, I have to be know. completely honest with you. I, I fast forwarded that whole segment. I was just yeah. didn't want to hear it. I literally was like, okay, I get it. They're going to yeah. talk about how they like each other. He's going to say something nice. Everyone will oh, ooh and off ah for a second. And then she'll say something nice and everyone will applaud. And then they'll hug and Harrison will say, great. Uh, thanks for not suing us. Yeah. Have a nice <laughs> life. The best line was DeMario when Harrison says, well, what are you going to do after this? And he goes, go to therapy. <laughs> are we, are we, you know, that's probably accurate. He looked yeah, pretty humbled. He you did. Know, I, I, that, he didn't have that, that uh, same look in his eye when that trashy girl came and confronted mm-hmm. him in front of the Rachel season. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't we see Rachel? We always see Rachel. I don't you know. know. The, the, and the why didn't we season? see Ari? That's, well, I could get, I get that, but we, we didn't I see don't. Rachel and um, who was her, what's that guy's name? Yeah, him. Yeah, him. and he's in, he's in Miami. They, that would have been a great segue. Oh, like, you yeah. Know, our, our, our winter last season is drastically, and Rachel's mm-hmm. from Dallas. I mean, they could have mm-hmm. done a whole hurricane thing where they're like, mm-hmm. you know, handing out water and diapers and everything. Yeah. But I was surprised that, that there wasn't a segment on that. I know. I don't, I, I, his name's Brian, right? 
Yeah, and, and I haven't heard anything or seen. Usually, you <laughs> you and I are better friends, and I think everyone realizes. But uh, how many times have you gotten a picture from me in the grocery line with some ridiculous headline? Mm-hmm. You know, on on the thing, I send them to you every time I see them, and I have not seen her on the cover of any magazine, yeah. which is and, unusual. Well, maybe there's trouble in paradise. Well, I would like everyone to know that you also send me a screen cap of your serious radio station every time Dirk's Bentley hold on, I hold on plays. And there's we've always both been this by thing. That song. There's this this here it is and, and the text is always he's still holding on. And I was like, well, he said he would, so he better. He holds on to his guitar and his truck and his fans and his woman. Good. Like I a, love Dirk. Like a, like a son to his dad, like a something to his something. I don't, I don't know all the words. Clearly. <laughs> to the things I believe in. Let's do couples. Lacey and Daniel. Biggest surprise, um, but it worked itself out. Uh, if you recall, resetting to last week, you and I both predicted that they were just there to have fun, remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I will, and I swear to you this is true. When he said, I'm falling for you, whatever, I thought he's so – like he just wants to go to the fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. He's full of it. And sure enough, that's what happened. I felt bad for her because I think she's pretty naive. Yeah. But I think she was probably – her reliance upon what he, he said at that point was probably reasonable. I don't think that she was went into it blindly. I think she was probably shocked. But – Give him credit. He fessed up probably after they slept up together, but he fessed up Yeah. that, uh, you know, in the fantasy suite that he wasn't into her. And no, he fessed up that he didn't want to change his Facebook status. Oh, uh, well, yeah, behind closed doors. you got to know you're being recorded at every moment. Yeah, it's like come the best on, quote, damn Daniel. Best quote, this is your third season and you're 32 years old. Have you seen the show? Oh. <laughs> you remember that? that was the best quote of the yes. night. Yes. Let's move on to Raven and Adam. Now, you and I both thought that this would not work. I don't. I never thought that Raven and Adam would make it. But according to After, they were very much together, even touching together on the couch and the After. And then they oddly pull out her parents so they can meet for the first time on national TV in this weird shtick. So... And they've been all over together. They showed pictures of them in San Francisco and whatnot. So I'm not I'm not quite sure if that's going to be a, a true thing because it doesn't really matter due to the fact that everyone was trumped by Derek and Taylor because no, they're going to be the success story of this season. That's fine. I don't still – I just can't stand her. I know. Um, but I know. let me go back to – Back to Raven and um, Adam, mm-hmm. I, he he put in the work. You know, yeah, she did. clearly. I think at at, at the end of Paradise, I, I hate calling it Paradise um, because it's. But not. at the end of Paradise, it's Paradise with a, a lowercase p. It's okay. not really a proper noun because it's not a a place. But um, I thought that she begrudgingly um, 
agreed to hang out after, you know, when they had the, the Jack Stone workout mm-hmm. couch talk. <laughs> yes. I didn't think she was as into him then, but mm-hmm. something clearly happened uh, between then and the show, and she looked the very fantasy happy. Suite clearly happened. They looked really happy. Happier mm-hmm. than Taylor and Derek. Derek looked like, um, you know, is this a good idea? Or <laughs> <laughs> is this what you want me to do right now? Get down right now? And then, okay, right now? Where's Neil? Neil Lane? Free ring? Okay. Uh, that sounds okay. Do I have to shave? Do I have to shave my fake beard? No, no? you do okay. not. Okay, great. Just look like Jim Halpert and propose, and it'll all be okay. Now, I was on the radio this morning with Jessica Murphy up in Pennsylvania, and I do a bachelor thing with him every Tuesday morning. And she said, Jessica said, did you notice that she never, ever said yes? She just nodded her head. And I said, well, surely there's some sort of contract they had to sign right then, right there, right afterwards. But she cried. Yes, she cried, cried, cried. I think real genuine tears. So I don't know if they were happy or sad, but they... uh, There's a real moment. I think Mm -hmm. he... He's a deer in headlights, though, man. I think he's been roped into it, and he's under the Vulcan mind spell. We talked mm-hmm. about this last time about how he's like repeating phrases mm-hmm. that she manufactured in mm-hmm. her intellectual, emotional intelligence mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd be surprised if that one goes to fruition. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, there's a there's a big age gap, which I don't. I don't mind big age gaps. It's the age gap. She's 23 and he's what? 30. And I don't <laughs> mind to hear, hear me out though. I don't mind a big age gap, but when you're the tw- you're at the low end of the 23 and then the 30, that I feel like your young 20s all the way up through your mid 20s are very developmental years even as a, just a young adult and he's kind of already even if, done even if all that. you're even if you're um, emotionally intelligent emotionally intelligent absolutely yes absolutely but i mean she might it it might be different for her it i mean the seven years doesn't bother me it's just the range that they you are can't in tell she was begging to get married you oh, didn't yeah, have that she feel? said she finally found her one true love she's been looking so long and i just went so long so long bless her baby heart like for almost almost four years now almost her whole entire life she's been looking for mr right and jim halpert cinderella was asleep longer than that (laughs) that was sleeping beauty (laughs) same didn't cinderella fall asleep no Oh, oh no! Snow White fell asleep too. Snow White so fell it's the asleep. same freaking story, different dress. <laughs> Cuter prince, though. I watched Frozen. Yeah, um, you did once, and uh, it's the same Disney. Look, I g- no. give him credit. Mm-mm. I mean, it's like Frozen a is not. It's similar. Frozen is a story about sisters. It's not a story about love. <laughs> and but but Elsa is kind of mean to her sister. Well, yeah. She doesn't want to freeze her? Is that why? That's exactly right. She hurt her when she was a child, and she doesn't want to do it again, and it's all about protection. She's like Dean. Yeah, she's Dean. (laughs) She's she's, uh, She hurts people and doesn't mean to and then gets upset about it and has to go off and process, and she builds castles. And her giant mm -hmm. elaborate castle on a hill. And her pet abominable snowman. Is it abominable? I don't think it's abominable. It's rather friendly, if I recall correctly. No. I don't remember. I know you don't. All I remember is hearing that song over and over. Which song? 
my nephew's um, talent show. My nephew, I have three nephews, and uh, the youngest one is in um, six or seven junior high, or was at the time. And I went to the talent show because that's what you do as an uncle. You right. tell your my nephew's dirty joke to teach him filthy, filthy things that their parents won't teach him. You buy them things that. Um, your parents won't buy them and then you have to go to their games and their talent shows. So my nephew decides he's going to rap, which I have to see. Uh, I'll tell you that story offline. It was, I'll, I'll give him credit, man. He, he owned it and he, he got tons of street cred from all the white suburban kids. Uh, in the audience. He killed, he killed. And, uh, but anyway, I think like maybe six or seven, uh, girls sang, that frozen mm-hmm. song what's and there the frozen was no song lim- i have no idea what is it you know it <laughs> i know i'm trying to get you to say it i don't it. know i really don't i would admit it that's not something i would hide from but uh let you know, it they go all came out and let, yeah yeah mm-hmm. i wish they would have let it go mm-hmm. uh, the first version of it but mm-hmm. anyway you know it's a very rangy it was very pitchy dog it was very pitchy <laughs> <laughs> so even though the Bachelor in Paradise season 4.2 has ended and we're wrapping everything up and Ari's ready to go find a lady, but that won't be out until January. We've got the whole entire fall, but we're still to stalk him to stalk him and figure out, mm -hmm, figure out what he's doing. I did start following him by the way, but I, well, I did follow him and then I unfollowed him and now I followed him back. But I think that cause all he was doing was race car stuff and that doesn't interest me very much. So I unfollowed him. I just want everybody to know that this is not just a Bachelor podcast either. So we're going to just keep going and going and going every single week. We've been doing this now for several months, and I personally love it. I think it's so much fun. So you've got September, October, November, and December to get prepared for Ari and then whoever and then another round of Paradise. Oh, really? There's another round of Paradise? I'm sure. I mean, that, like we said at the beginning of the show, this is a success do, story. Isn't it? Bachelor, Bachelorette, and then Paradise. It is, yes. Okay, well, I got, I, I, I got another year to wait. Then you got some time. But I do have a confession for you that I've saved and I haven't shared with you. Can I make it now? Sure. I I want to tell you that I'm very excited about Ryan Gosling's version of Blade Runner coming out. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And I've never been excited about a Gosling <laughs> movie before. Will you go see but it in the theater? Time. I will. I actually will. I, I like the original Blade Runner. Um, okay. The uh, the book was uh, fantastic, and um, and Harrison Ford apparently makes a cameo in this one. And Gosling actually doesn't look like Noah, Noah Calhoun for the first time in, well, his career, frankly. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking forward to it. He looks good in any condition. Thank y'all for listening. If you want to read the full recap of Bachelor in Paradise finale, you can find it on IHateGreenBeans.com. And you can check us out on Twitter. I'm at Lindsay and he's at some guy in Austin. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Lindsay Ray. And don't forget to check out the Audible deal at AudibleTrial.com slash IHateGreenBeans. Until we're together again, love you mean it, Texas forever.